Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Toe Meets Leather podcast. I'm Logan. Here with me today is a good friend of mine, John Gill. Uh, and today we're going to be doing team talk from his uh, alma mater, App State. So, John, before we get into it, why don't you give us a little background about your affiliation with App State? Well, I went to App State in 1989 through 1993, um, the only school I really wanted to go to. Um, studied there uh, to get a industrial technology degree, um, marched with the band for a couple years, uh, went to a lot of football games. Uh, I can only imagine. I mean, Apps, Appalachian State, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it does have a bit of a reputation as a party school. Um, am I feeling crazy on this one? No, it, it is a party school. It's uh, kind of like ECU in the mountains. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, there you go. And I can see why... It, you know, for people who don't live in North Carolina, I, I was shocked myself coming up here to find just how many Appalachian State fans or Mountaineers, as they're called, and uh, no, wait, is that right, Mountaineers? That's right. Uh, I always get them confused because West Virginia is also up there, but, uh, and how many ECU fans there are in the area, and y'all are just ra- a rabid fan base, it feels like. Would you care to give us uh, a little more background? Uh, when we're talking about App State, we're talking about for those who are unfamiliar, a program that's known for their big upsets. Obviously, the big upset against Michigan, uh, given a breakdown uh, back in the day where that kind of put them on the map. Now we also, in the last year, saw them get their first top 25 ranking. We saw them take Penn State to overtime. Sadly, couldn't beat Georgia. Would have loved it if you did, but <laughs> we can't always we can't always get what we want. But for uh, those unfamiliar, would you care to give us a little more background about their uh, traditional football program? What was it like when you went to school? Uh, yeah, they were, when I went to school there, uh, Jerry Moore was the coach. Um, they had a, a good percentage um, chance of winning, particularly when they were playing at home, um, you know, maybe 50-50 on the road. Uh, they were in the Southern Conference. Uh, they played people like... Uh, um, Georgia Southern and Wofford and Citadel, um, uh, some of these kind of, some of them are still in the uh, Southern Conference, some of them have moved up, um, but they usually played them pretty well. You know, they had a good culture and uh, I think it was a good foundation for when um, Scott Siderfield took over. Well, and it does really well for the fan base when you have a program like that that can get you excited and have and kind of draw up uh, a lot of joy and a lot of ticket sales, revenue sales. I mean, and then obviously you've got a lot of rivalries with those schools. Georgia Southern, I know, is still a big rival to this day. And uh, you actually mentioned a, another rivalry back uh, from back when y'all were in the Southern Conference before we got on the podcast. Yeah, um, we played Marshall um, several times in several key games. And, um, and one in particular, I think in 94, uh, we knocked them out of the playoffs. Um, in in Boone at, at um, Kid Brewer there, and uh, they proceeded to tear down the uh, goalpost and um, march the goalpost uh, through the streets of Boone and throw them into uh, what they call the duck pond there at the, the foot of the hill. So, well, before we go more into the campus, I would love to see a matchup between y'all and Marshall this year. That would have been uh, so amazing. I hope they can schedule a bowl game like that because both of y'all are looking like 11-win teams this season. Um, I would be really excited to see a big competition between those two programs. 
What What do you think, though, uh, off the top of your head? What What would be a matchup you would want to see uh, nowadays uh, that App State could play? Hmm. Well, it would be good for them to be able to uh, um, beat some ACC teams <laughs> so they would oh get some uh, res- respect within the uh. the. Uh, the state because they really had the best record last year uh, in the state, but they had really no acknowledgement of being the best football team in the state it, last year. It's funny you say that. One of my coworkers uh, that I was at um, at the plant I'm working at right now had actually brought up when I told him that App State might be the best team in the uh, state. He kind of just shrugged it off. He's like, "No, no, no. They're just a lower tier conference." I'm like. Dude, they took Penn State to overtime. Where's the respect? This is ridiculous. Yeah, they're playing bowl games. I know. Well, they're a top twenty-five ranked team. Can NC State say that? No, I don't know. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some hate mail for the saying that. <laughs> but anyway, um, back onto uh, I guess the campus. You were talking about the duck pond um, and other things on campus. Do you care to elaborate on what the campus is like and what people should see if they're coming to visit Boone? Sure. Um, the campus is, is right in the middle of, uh, on the edge of downtown Boone. It's kind of right there in a valley. Um, Kid Brewers on one side of the, the valley there with a rec center, um, some dorms. Um, and then on the other side, a lot of the, the classrooms, uh, um, what they call Sanford Mall. It's kind of an open green space. A lot of people congregate and hacky sack. And nowadays I see that they're, um, was it flatlining and or string string line or something like that in there, um, but it's a it's a neat campus because it's all right there together. Um, you learn what uphill both ways uh, is when you walk downhill one way and up the other and back oh, down that okay. way and up the other hill. So the, there's that lesson for you. But it's a it's a neat place. Um, since I've left, uh, they have a new uh, basketball um, convocation center. Uh, they moved the baseball field in behind the football field. It's really nice. It's up it's on top of the hill up there. Um, they've improved the stadium quite a bit, and even right now they're building a new uh, um, super-sized LED screen in the end of the, the field there. Um, there's uh, parking decks that weren't there when we were there before. Um, there, a new student center that's that's there now. Um, so this, it's it's grown quite a bit since we left. Can, can I just say, as someone who's looked at the stadium to buy tickets, I've actually wanted to go to a Mountaineer game to see at Boone. The tickets are ridiculous. I think y'all need more seating. Because, yeah. like, y'all are going to be drawing in way more fans. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I actually, um, But as far as the city goes, would you describe it as a college town? Or is this more of a... Uh, city that's kind of got a college on the outskirts of it no it's very much a college town um, when the college students leave it's you know a lot calmer a lot smaller small town kind of life um, when the students are there you know it's um, much busier traffic wise commerce wise restaurants all that are much busier mm-hmm. so it's a very much a college town it's a big part of the city okay would you uh, describe your time there as uh Enjoyable. What what uh, what was it like growing being as a part of the uh, App State program and uh, being in that college? Well, it's the only school that I really wanted to go to. Um, I've always loved the mountains and um, being right there in the mountains. It's a very neat place. Um, Howard's Knob is a is the top of a, a hill that looks over the city. You can you know 
I wouldn't recommend walking up there, but uh, <laughs> um, you can go up there and, and look over the entire city right there. It's very neat. Um, often um, on a sunny day or you know maybe even a mid-50, 55-degree day after it's been cold, a lot of people would go to the parkway, and you'd run into a lot of your campus buddies you know, hiking or on um, at uh, Julian Price Park. Uh, so it's a it was a really neat place, very beautiful in the fall with the leaves and the color change. Uh, and academically, it is a lot like ECU. They don't have the um, medical focus that ECU has, but they have a very strong business program that uh, unfortunately I didn't participate in. Uh, my buddy was also telling me apparently y'all are one of the few. Uh brewing programs in the state and uh that's probably a big draw as well uh i think that's relatively new <laughs> yeah but i can see how that would be big uh big for people up in that area but yeah it's it sounds very idealized i would love to kind of go and see maybe just for the nature aspect itself because it sounds like it's a beautiful place up in the mountains kind of wrapped up in the hills and the forests and all that uh, uh, just a side question: Do you ever get to see the stars at night up there, or is it still too? Well, it's still kind of city-like as far as the the lights go. But if you just go a little bit out of the the campus area or out of the downtown area, sure, it's a uh, beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. I mean, it's a great little weekend getaway. I would recommend people going out to check it out. But, yeah. um, so, I guess going from that. You obviously spent a lot of time with the program. It was a program you were deeply, uh, you had deep roots tied into. Do you remember any traditions or anything in particular that uh, y'all enjoyed doing as a as a part of the App State program? Well, a, a few things maybe. Uh, I didn't know that I participated in it, but uh, they would do the polar plunge in the duck pond. Um, you know, in the winter time, and I, I think that they would have uh, they would try to get you know. Uh, faculty to to uh, participate in that event as well um i was telling you earlier one of the traditions they have is uh when they were in the southern conference they had uh, the brown jug that would pass back and forth between western carolina and and app state um being as how app state's not in the southern conference anymore i'm pretty sure that they have the brown jug because they were um quite a bit better than western uh, at the end of their time in the southern conference uh I mean, it's a shame how rivalries grow apart. Do y'all still have the brown jug, or has that just kind of been lost to time now? As far as I know, I would think that App has it, but I don't know. I guess it's kind of lost in time now that it's been a few years that they've been out of the conference. Gotcha. Okay. I'll just pause a second. I'll edit this part out. I need to remember what else was in my list. So how would you describe the App State fan base uh, and being, been a part of that program? They seem, honestly, not being from the state, again, my perspective is y'all are very, I don't want to say rabid, because that makes you sound like UGA, but y'all are very, um, y'all are very tied to the program. You have a lot of, you see a lot of value in it. It's part of you. And to me, that's something that's very respectable, that you have something that it's so close to your uh, heart this uh, school program but yeah, I think it's very well, um, well thought of by the people who have who have been there it's a very loyal fan base um, they're not very uh, um, you know brass or or um, boisterous maybe like uh, Carolina fans would be about basketball or something uh, but they're very loyal and uh, I think they're 
Um, we're all just kind of watching the program, watching it grow, uh, and um, waiting for the day that we can maybe boast a little more about uh, you know their wins in the in the bowl series. Right. Well, uh, speaking of that, uh, y'all do have a few key games coming up this year between uh, UNC and South Carolina. What would it mean to win those kind of games against big time programs from the surrounding states? Like, what? How would that impact? Uh, people's perceptions of Appalachian State. I think it would be huge, um, you know, on, on a lot of levels. One, uh, it would definitely help with the recruiting, I'm sure, for the school. Um, you know, players would want to go, you know, play at places that are going to win big games and that they can be part of. So it would help them out in that regards. Um, it probably would give them a lot of lot more respect, too, because like you were saying earlier, uh, they're not really perceived as being the best uh, football team in the state, but they really had the best record. Oh, last year for sure. I mean, the past few years, so we've been doing this podcast for three or four years now, and App State has been a low-key favorite of ours for a while, not just because of the App State against Michigan, but because they are consistently battling uh, on top of the teams in their uh, division now or their conference, uh, but I know everybody's got different perspectives about conference standings and what that means, but I think if you see a team like Clemson in the ACC, you realize, you know, the ranking of the conference doesn't necessarily match the ranking of the team. Sorry, ACC. Um, (laughs) uh, But, yeah, I I think App State is definitely one of those programs where they play well above uh, their punching line, if that makes any sense. and I always want to see more out of them. I, I, frankly, I love their coach, and I love the uh, tenacity that this team seems to have going into matchups. Uh, if Do you uh, have anything in particular you enjoy watching about uh, App State going into these, uh, going into these big-time games? Um, they're they're kind of hard to pull for. They often have a come-from-behind or underdog kind of feel, so uh, it's usually a little gut-riching at times watching them. Well, and you also mentioned that some of the bigger programs, some of the, unlike some of the bigger programs, they are hard to catch on television nowadays. So you kind of have to be where the game is, or you have to hope that they pull an upset just to see them on television. Yeah, they're getting a little more airtime, and ESPN3 is helping out some too and putting some, and you can uh, um, stream some of them. Uh, so there's, it's a little easier to watch than what it used to be. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I really hope that they can uh, maintain the momentum that they've had over the years with the new coach staff. They've lost a lot of their assistants. Um, but I hope the momentum of the program will continue and that their new coach will uh, um, just take them to new places. Well, and it's also rough being in that situation where you, you're you kind of a school that gets picked on uh, for the coaching staff. Not picked on, sorry, but – People like taking your coaches. You're a good team, kind of a middling conference, and people love taking the talented coaching out of there. Does that worry you going into the next couple of years? Well, not really in the next couple of years because they pretty much cleaned house this year with uh, um, uh, Louisville taking all of our uh, our coaching staff and, and Satterfield taking a lot of the assistants. So uh, I think we're safe for the next few years. But, yeah, as they uh, – um, continue to be successful, I'm sure that their assistants and their coaches will be sought after. I mean, that's just part of the reality of being a good program. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
So we did kind of briefly talk about the schedule this year. Do you have any highlights as far as what you would want to see on the uh, on the schedule, a game, a matchup you would want to watch going into this season? Well, of course, the Carolina game will uh, will be uh, interesting because that's just an interstate rivalry. You know, Georgia um, Georgia State actually plays uh, pretty tough, and probably the the toughest game I think that we're going to have all year is probably that last game uh, playing Troy. Um, Troy has done very well with their program as well, and um, they play tough, particularly at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Troy might be a team that you're looking at as uh, being the big conference rival right now. I'm looking down the list. I don't see you all having too much trouble with most of these other teams. Georgia Southern is the other one that I would highlight on the list. That's right. Even South Carolina might not give you as much trouble as those two games between Troy and Georgia Southern. At least you get Georgia Southern at home, though, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, nowadays with bowls, you, you have to have a good – uh, record going into you know the end of the season so you can't have a lot of losses oh no not if you want yeah not if you want to actually make it in especially especially as a lower tier team uh, or a lower tier conference and you gotta have those i forget what conference you're in it's <laughs> sunbelt is it the sunbelt yeah, yeah okay i wanted to say conference usa oh that's easy you Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, especially as a Sun Belt team, it's it, you've gotta you've gotta have a lot of wins just to get into a bowl, it seems like. That's a it's a rough situation to be in. Especially now that they're kinda cutting back on the number of bowls that they've got, which so sidebar against the uh, against the team talk, what are your feelings on them cutting back on the number of bowl games to kind of make it for the playoff games? Because isn't that kind of dangerous for y'all as far as making a bowl game? Well, I think the trajectory and the plan of the program from some of the alumni that I've talked to is that we will start to get bigger bowl games. Um, you know, if we could get up toward the Cotton Bowl or something like that, then, um, you know, we might not be in the, the big game, but, you know, we would you know, maybe end up the year in a, in a top 10 position. Um, since you've been talking to some alumni, I, this is more of a recent situation. So if you don't have a good answer, I'm, I'm fine with cutting it out. But I guess since you've been talking with recent alumni, my question is, uh, what do you think of this American conference situation? If you don't really know, UConn recently left because they felt their football program was not sufficient to continue playing. So now there's been a bit of a clamor for people to try and jump into that conference, and one of the big teams on the list sounds like App State. Do you have any strong feelings about potentially moving up to a the American Conference? Yeah, I really don't know a lot about the American Conference, but uh, um, they, they seem to have done pretty well on the, the Sun Belt. Yeah, I, I mean, you never know. Playing against teams like UCF, you, you know, move up and uh, – Challenge. I think yeah. that's the key. UCF thing. would be tough. The Florida teams are always tough. They sure have given Georgia Tech some trouble. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Oh. They get the speed. They're fast. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got all that recruiting talent. I don't know. Florida's a hotbed. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, speaking of players, do you have any players that you would like to keep an eye on going into this season? You know, I've, I watched them on uh, their Instagram. You know, when they uh, they've got new players this year and stuff, and. Uh, um, I don't know that I've really researched it quite enough to say that I have, 
you know, one or another. But, uh, you know, they lost their um, Jalen Moore, their main running back, you know, was a senior and graduated. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, develop a new running back and can bounce between the run pass. Well, and I think the biggest thing that you typically see, I think a lot of people keep an eye on the running back position. My eye would be on the O-line itself to see how they develop for blocking for those kind of players, especially when it changes. uh, uh, Because losing a major player like that who gives you a lot of your yardage can change the scheme a lot. You'd be surprised. But it'll be fun to keep an eye on. Um, I think App State has a tradition of running up the middle on first down. It seems to be <laughs> a very popular call. I, I, honestly, let me be straightforward with you. App State reminds me a lot of uh, Alabama uh, from everything I've heard because they used to be a college town, kind of came up, started beating everybody up, uh, kind of in a little bit out of the way. But it, good program, solid program, very smash mouth. They stick to what they're good at, running up the middle. Um how do you feel about that comparison, I guess, uh, as far as uh, do you feel like App State could potentially be a Alabama-type program somewhere down the road? Wow, that would be, uh, that would be amazing. Um, I don't know. Their recruiting will have to obviously improve. And as you said, the, uh, the stadium would, would need to grow. I think I saw some numbers like uh, you know, 24,000, 25,000 people were you know, in attendance uh, at times last year. So... Um, Dude, I want to go, but the tickets, the tickets are like a hundred dollars because it's so hard to get into the Stern Stadium. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I my get gosh. it. I get it. Uh, but no, sorry. Anyway, I just had to rant about that because yeah. it's like yeah. App State. If if you got any if you got any alumni listening that have any control over this, I want to go to a game. I just can't afford to drive all that way and spend that much money on tickets. Come on, yeah. cut me a break, guys. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, back back to our talk. So I, I would love to see them kind of grow and develop. Frankly, I'm tired of hearing all the John from all the other uh, North Carolina schools. I mean, aside from maybe ECU because they are not in a great state right now. Yeah. Um, but I think App State could, is probably one of, if not the best program in the, in the uh, North Carolina state. I mean, I certainly think they're better than Wake and ECU. Then the question becomes, probably better than Duke and UNC and NC State? It's kind of hard to say. It varies from season to season. But uh, I think you're looking at a lot of programs that are making those transitions. We'll see a lot that determines where those programs will end up in the future this season. And I think it'll be very fun to watch. Really quick, do y'all do your alumni does your alumni base at App State ever get into any competitions with other alumni bases? Out of curiosity, well, not that I know of. Uh, I get uh, some emails from um, um, some of the, the charter here in the in the Triangle about uh, they they meet pretty often, have a game viewing, um, you know, get-togethers, and uh, they seem to be a pretty strong organization. And so I know that they have those. You know, in other regions across the state as well. You know, uh, Charlotte and uh, the Triad, the Winston Salem, Greensboro kind of area. Um, so it's a pretty loyal fan base. But I haven't really heard of uh, any you know, direct rivalries. I, I like I like hearing about the different styles. I don't know if you've ever been out into Texas, but it seems like every school's got something to say about each other out there. Uh, out here, I like to think we're a little bit nicer, but you never know. 
while we're talking about it, what's what do you feel is uh, unique about the stadium? We keep talking about how it needs to grow and how it needs to develop, but how does that make it special in and of its own way? Is it more tight knit, closer together, or do you feel like that's probably overplay overplayed? Um, it is kind of a, I guess, a unique stadium. Uh, it it's kind of on top of a on of a hill. Um, it's obviously bigger on the home side than um, than on the, the um, away side, and they have a, an open end zone, um, which makes it kind of enclosed that uh, a lot of people will sit on the grass on the hill. Well, and what I've seen about your stadium that I feel like is unique is that it's one of the few remaining that's not a bowl stadium in the country. It's a kind of a grandstand on three sides. It's like a little boxed-in kind of situation. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Does yeah. that does that make it feel any different? I don't know how many stadiums you've been to. Uh, well, yeah, I think so because the grandstand side obviously is, uh, um, you know, the band's on that side and uh, it can get pretty loud coming from that side. And, you know, being kind of in the mountains, it um, kind of holds the sound so it can get kind of loud up there. You really? Know, they, they call it the rock. Oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. I'm, I've never heard of that. Again, it's a stadium I want to go to. They just need more seating, man. Yeah. Figure that one out. Yeah. Um, so I think we've pretty much gone through most of the questions here. Um, uh, really quick, what are your expectations going into this upcoming season? You don't have any killing. You don't have any killer teams like you did last year, like Georgia or Penn State. So realistically. I've been looking up and down the schedule, and we actually talked about them in our Sunbelt team discussion. We're feeling like you could pretty much get through another 11-win season with only one or two losses. What What are your feelings going into the season? Man, that would be great. Um, I'd love to have a you know a 11 and two season. Uh, it would be great to win the bigger um, games, the the North Carolina, the. Um, South Carolina games. I think those would uh, help establish the program, give it a lot of momentum. Um, I'd like to see the new coach, uh, you know, uh, you know, advance the program, and you know, but yet maintain the growth that they've had over the last couple of years, and uh, you know, get back to a bowl and um, and and win. You know, that would be a that'd be great. So I think we all kind of have high expectations and. Uh, Hope, well, hope it just stays there. After the past few years, it's hard not to, right? Yeah. I mean, y'all have been doing some amazing things out on the football field, that's for sure. Uh, before we go, I want to give you the chance to talk about whatever you want as far as uh, alumni or anything or give any call-outs or shout-outs that you want that you feel like you need to do on our podcast. So go ahead if you've got anything to say or – well, and nobody in particular to, to call out to. Uh, um, just say that, you know, App State's a great school. Um, uh, my wife and I both went there. We, we both uh, thoroughly love it. Uh, we would, you know, desire to visit there as often as we can. We, you know, it's not the closest place being in, in Raleigh or toward the eastern side of the state. Um, it's a beautiful campus, and uh, I just recommend anybody going and visiting or uh, considering going there academically. I think it's a good school as well, and uh, – they're just up and coming, so I uh, just, um, just really, uh, really like it. I think I think that's a good thing. I mean, if you're ever considering looking at a kind of a program outside of Raleigh in the state of North Carolina, I mean, App State definitely sounds like a beautiful venue and a great school to go to. Yeah. All right. 
Well, John, thank you so much for taking your time to come on yeah. to the program. Thanks, Logan. Appreciate it. No problem. And thanks, as always, to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email at tomeatleather at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all have a great rest of your week. Bye, everybody.